Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Zayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox and I am excited to be here tonight talking and wrapping up Step 6 present moment tonight is all about integration and so let's get moving i would love to introduce my beautiful co-host terry Sayre. how are you doing tonight terry i'm doing great looking forward to our evening of integration with my favorite guest host (laughs) better not say that the others will get jealous (laughs) But we are excited to have on our friend who we love so much, the beautiful, the wonderful Trish March. How are you doing tonight, Trish? (laughs) Well, I am just pumped all up with all this love and and, uh, kindness going on here. I just love it. I'm excited to be here with you two tonight. My favorite. We appreciate. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> um, we appreciate you staying up until midnight all the time for us, for sure. No problem. I do my best work after midnight. Ooh. I'm a night person. <laughs> I'm a night person. I didn't want you to take that the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's a whole different podcast now. Uh, so... Trish, why don't you start us off with what does present moment mean to you? Oh, my goodness. Well, present moment is living in the right here, right now. And uh, I'm excited to say that I, you know, I, this has always been a big um, philosophy with me or, you know, something I really believe in. And uh, it's, it's really been kind of a gift, but I have really refocused on it the last few months just you know there's so many qualities to present moment right they're surrendering into what's happening right here right now it's you know it's being able to be conscious and 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 just be in your body and be in the present moment and allow yourself to experience all the things that are happening for you right or happening to you for you and with you right here and right now so for me, um, it's been really interesting to, to surrender this the, over the last few months and just really um, grow, grow with my present moment. So it's living yeah. in the here and now. Just a long mm-hmm. explanation yeah. for that. I love it. Yeah, and surrender is actually next month's step. So um mm-hmm transitioning uh, right into the next step with us right there. So how do you, how do you use present moment in your life and how do you support your clients with it? Um, Well, one of the biggest ways I do that is uh, by just really paying attention to the thoughts and feelings and emotions that are happening um, in my body, in my brain, um, you know, I, when I worked with your group this month, we talked about, um, am I making it up or is it true, which is a phrase you can ask yourself to 
you know, really get yourself back to the moment and say, am I letting my, my thoughts get away from me here? And I'm telling myself stories and, or am I basing things on the past? So that's, you know, a big tool that I use. Uh, Absolutely. You know, I also, you know, have been doing some journaling lately. And really, you know, aside from paying attention to my thoughts, paying attention to my emotions, how I'm reacting to situations, and just really looking at those thoughts, feelings, and actions and saying, you know, are they appropriate for the situation that I'm in? You know, am I letting past beliefs drag me down? You know, am I letting my thoughts run away with me and, uh, you know, kind of ruminating on situations, you know, you know, letting myself do like the, the worst case scenario situations, um, you know, and, and then bringing it back to like what's true, what's real, what's happening right now, and just giving myself a choice to decide, like, am I going to continue, you know, being in those negative emotions or being in that story or following those beliefs, or am I going to do something more positive? You know, uh, mm-hmm. we, we just wrapped up the positive intelligence work that we were doing where you were, able, we were learning different techniques you can use to come back into your body. And, you know, they really touched on the senses. I think that's really a, a cool skill to get yourself back into your body is to, like, what are you touching? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you feeling? And, you know, and how, like, um, well, and you can't, it's, it can be challenging to do like what you smell or taste, but those other senses, you know, it's easy to try to do that. You know, you're not, you can do that in a room full of people and no one even knows, right, to help you get back in your body. Yeah. I have a bunch of energy yeah, stuff too. <laughs> okay, go on. Well, I was going to say, I think that. You know, the thing that helps from an energetic perspective, like we all know we're an energetic being, right? But a lot of times, you know, when you get all jazzed up full of energy or you have a stressful situation that happens, you kind of get out of your body a little bit, right? Like you kind of are, you get yourself out of alignment or out of sync. And there's a lot of different ways that you can do to pull your energy back into your body and really get grounded into the earth so that you can you know, respond, be be in the present, you know, and, and not be like kind of, you know, out of your body, or, you know, or, or scattered. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, good grounding techniques, the, the, P, the PQ reps that we're learning in positive intelligence where you're using your senses are exactly the same thing that I would recommend for somebody for the first time trying to get centered back in their body and start to, to ground, Right. You know, you know, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you smelling? What are you tasting? What are you touching? And as you're doing that, like, you can, it really will help you get back into your body. Another way that you can do it that's very easy if you're sitting down is to tap both your arms on your lap. If you're sitting there and you start to feel like you're scattered or things aren't, <clears throat> you know, your your thought processes aren't clear or you're, you know, using letting those negative emotions and stories that you're telling yourself run away with you, you can sit there and tap on you, tap both arms on your legs and just keep tapping on them to bring yourself back into your body. It's going to help you start to notice and help you feel your body so that you can get centered again and refocus. So I have lots of techniques. We don't have enough time to talk about yeah. them all, but <laughs> those are just a few that I would... I would suggest for anybody who's kind of 
you know, feeling scattered or getting distracted, you know, feeling stress or anxiety, you know, to help them get back into the present moment. Yeah, love that. Terry, what are you thinking about over there? Yeah, no, I I um I think one of the the things that people get caught up in and maybe it's uh oh it's just because they've practiced it their whole life is yeah, ruminating and regretting the past. And so when we get stuck uh in the past, which I mean, I find myself getting stuck in the past and and if I wasn't aware that that was happening, I could stay there, you know, and I could be stuck there for for a long time, which w- wouldn't be giving me any opportunity to grow and to move forward. It would just keep me stuck in the past. So I think that for some people, it's just, um, I don't know that it's, it's just something they're not even aware of. And so I think awareness, is, as we know, as being the first step of, of this journey to freedom is having the knowledge that living in the present is the most effective way for us to reach our goals and dreams. The past is the past. It's gone. We can't do anything about it. And it's important that we recognize that. But even though I know that intellectually and I've practiced not getting stuck there, there are times I still get stuck in the past. So having these um, strategies like, like uh, Trish is talking about, where you can bring yourself back to the present and you can uh, really know what you're doing. You know, right now it's important for me to get into my body. It's important for me to understand that the past is something that I can't change and it's keeping me from moving forward. So I'm consciously going to make an effort to get back into the present. And there might be multiple ways for people to accomplish that. And I think we, we learned a lot in this positive intelligence thing that we were just engaged in, the three of us together, of ways to um, access the wisdom that we have, the strategies, the knowledge that we have in order to use that and be in the, be in the present. And, and knowing that, yeah, sometimes you're going to get stuck in the past. Or, as my mother used to say, I'm just a worry wart. Uh, get stuck in worrying about the future. And so, first of all, it's just being aware that that can happen to us and that we are going to take appropriate measures to uh, be able to shift our minds to positive from negative to empowering from disempowering thoughts that are in the past or we're worrying about happening in the future. And even sometimes in the present, we have those thoughts that empower, disempower us. So as being aware, I'm, you know, I need to shift my mindset and I can do this. You know, Trisha gave us a list of things that we can do to bring ourselves back to the present. And I think that list is just probably as long as there are individuals uh, in humanity and finding the, the way that works best for us. And so, that's being aware again, looking for, seeking, asking for help, being aware that there's there are opportunities to move forward uh, when we're aware that we are getting stuck in the past or we're worrying about the future. And that's not productive because it doesn't get us anywhere. Yeah. I think that's the best when thing about having a coach, right? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Kelly, go ahead. 
No, it's okay. Go ahead. I say, I think that's one of the best things about having a coach is that, you know, sometimes we don't see those patterns and we don't see ourselves getting knocked off course and not remaining present. But when you're working with a coach and you start to build that trust and that relationship and they get to know you, you know, it's much easier for somebody to be looking from the outside in and, you know, as you're talking and you're building that relationship and you're talking about your goals and what you want in the future, you know, to have somebody be able to see what's actually going on and to help you see it when you're not living in the present moment, when you're letting fear come in and take over, or when you're not aware of that. It's, you know, having almost like a observer support you mm-hmm. and and help you, you know, really define like what what would help you move forward and what, what would get you from being stuck um, and, and having that, you know, that uh, voice of experience really helping you grow. Because yeah. we all know that fear doesn't, fear doesn't want us to see what's going on, right? It wants to keep us, mm-hmm. wants to keep us stuck and in the, and not in the present moment. So true. For sure. What I was going to say earlier was <clears throat> when you guys were talking, it made me think of the movie, the Lion King and how, when uh, Rafiki uh, finds Simba and um, Simba's like, that was in the past, it doesn't matter anymore, and Rafiki hits him on the head and he's like, why did you do that? And he said, it's in the past, it doesn't matter. And he's like, but it still hurts. The past can hurt, but that doesn't mean that we need to live there. And um, we we can learn from it. And the next time uh, Rafiki went to hit him on the head with a stick, he ducked and he moved and he and he didn't get him. So he he learned um, when to move. And I think that our fear can play with us with that. We can um, we can move out of fear and we can move out of freedom. And it's getting in touch with ourselves in that present moment and getting really clear on what is moving us or keeping us still. Is it the fear of getting hit or is it us learning from the past and taking a different direction so that we can move forward and continue to move forward? So, um, you know, taking that time to check in with ourselves and like Trish was saying uh, beforehand and really getting clear on what is motivating us. I love that you just mm-hmm. brought the Lion King into our discussion. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you can always learn something from a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and I think that's perfect. I, it's true. You know, sometimes we do need somebody to knock us on the head because we are living in the past and, you know, we're not aware. You know, Terry was talking about awareness being a huge key to this. Yes. almost In every step of the 12 steps of freedom, you know, awareness is a huge key. But really, I mean, it's, a, it's huge in thinking of, you know, when you're not living in the present moment. So that was a perfect example, Kelly. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Mm-mm. Yeah, I love my Disney movies. Mm-mm. But I think 
I think anytime we find ourselves, and I am one who worries about the future, especially as a parent of six kids, I worry about the future for them in all different kinds of ways. And when I find myself there, it's, it becomes a choice. Am I going to stay there? Am I going to stay in that worried state? Or am I going to focus on who they are right now and what what I can do to help them today? What can I do to support them today? Um, how can I love them and take care of them and support them in seeing their value today? Um, and that's what brings me brings me back and supports me in letting go of all of those worries of the future um, because nothing nothing in the future is set in stone and the way that the future gets affected is by what we choose today so I um, I practice focusing on that and for the most part I would say it brings me back and it it releases all of that um, worry and fear about the future. Um, Though there's probably always going to be some of it there. Um, It definitely lessens it and allows me to think a little bit more level-headed. That's awesome. That's a great, that's a great thing that you're doing. I, I mean, it's, it's gotta be hard. I don't have any children myself, but so it's gotta be hard to, you know, be raising these children and, of course, to worry about their future, right? And then to really be able to bring yourself back to the present moment and just love them for where they are and what, they, what they're doing right, right this moment. Um, mm-hmm. Because, they're, you know, you know the future is ahead of them, right? So that's, I think that's amazing that you can do that, Kelly, and that you've learned Yeah, that I don't skill. think I'll do it successfully. <laughs> well, but... Practicing it it's is what's going to make practice. it better. Yeah, I think yeah. that really, um, really resonates with, I think it can resonate with us whether we have children or we don't have children because um, loving per, loving others and seeing their innocence and, and trying to connect to others in the present is very different than worrying about what's going to happen in the future if we, if we, you know, do this or do that. And I think, I know just conversation we were having this weekend, Kelly, you know, about the, about your kids that loving them today is probably the most important thing you can do for them in terms of whether or not they're going to agree with your, you know, what you want them to do or, or to be or to come is loving and accepting them right now in the present for whom they are and seeing the, you know, seeing what they, how how wonderful they are and their talents and their compassion and their, even when it differs from what we, we see in the future for them, I think that's really wise of you to uh, to just love them the way they are right now. And, and who knows what's going to happen in the future. You said it, you know. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, I think it gives you an opportunity as well to really look at yourself and say, what can I control and what can I not control? Mm-hmm. Right. I think when mm-hmm. we worry so much about the future of others, you know, we get all wrapped up in that. And, you know, many of those things are things that are not even in our control. So being willing to just look at what you can control right now and what you can deal with right now, and that's really just loving them for where they are. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, 
that's true for everyone, um, including ourselves. Because I think mm-hmm. that a lot of the time we can, or I know I can, beat myself up for where I'm not yet. Or, um, you know, what I haven't done instead of focusing on what I did do. Um, and when we can focus on what we have done and um, look forward to who will be, you know, um, it's a little bit easier to stay in the present moment and and love who we are right now and love um, who will be in the future as well um, as we continue to focus on today and make the choices today that will get us to get us to be that person. I feel like that message yeah. was just for me. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean this conversation. This conversation has really taken a different uh, turn. You know, it's taken a different turn than I would have thought we would have been talking about tonight. But I, I think it's really that's what I like about living in the present moment, because uh, just because of things that that Kelly and I talked about this weekend, I just think that I am much more clear in my own mind about what living in the present moment is and and how. You know, we really have no control over anything except how we react to what, you know, what we face and how we react and the amount of acceptance and inclusion we're able to give those that we love wherever they are. We're just so we're our lives are just going to be so much more in sync with with our with our values. And I just I really appreciate this conversation that we're having right now. Cool. You know, I have found that over the last few months, I've been I've been studying human design quite a bit, and just trying to figure myself out, right? Like that that's always been a something I've been very interested in. Like I, I want to understand myself more. Like why do I react the way I react, and why do I do the things I do? And you know, I've been studying uh, my my body graph and the way I'm designed, and a lot of it's about just being my authentic self. So rather than you know, being rather than showing up as somebody I think they want, like a group would want me to be or somebody would want me to be, you know, living my authentic self and just being present and just really, and I, I've mentioned this before, surrendering to the moment and what's happening and just letting things flow and being in alignment has made me feel a lot different. I just feel mm-hmm. more energized. I feel more connected. I feel more um, in tune, I feel more myself, right? So it's almost like living in that present moment and being willing to just just be. And, you know, mm-hmm. instead of pushing, pushing, pushing to keep things moving and to push things out and to do and do and do, um, it's just been very different. And, you know, spending this month, uh, this month I've been doing a spring life detox, you know, being willing to be in this moment instead of saying, oh, you know, I might wear those clothes again in two years when I lose weight, (laughs) you know, but actually these things bring me joy right in this moment. And if they don't, then decide, you know, deciding to release them. You know, that's been, uh, it's been part of the lessons that I've been learning lately. And it's been really tremendous to, I, I feel more whole than I have. 
So it's been a really beautiful experience to just surrender to being in the present moment and to finding finding joy in that moment right now. Mm-hmm. It's been a huge yeah, gift to myself. I, yeah, that that that's kind of I I've been dealing with a family member that's that's just been struggling and. I, you know, I keep saying, oh, it's not affecting me. It's not affecting me. But it has affected me a great deal. And just admitting that, you know, I'm not, I'm not superwoman. Um, you know, when I fall back into my perfectionist myth that I can do this thing perfectly and, and just stopping and saying, look, it's okay if this is, you know, this is taking a toll on you and your emotions. So just admit it, sit in it, and then be in the present moment and do what you can do and don't try to do more than is possible or more than you have control over. So it's yeah. been, it's been interesting for me to go through, through that with my, my loved one. And, um, you know, it's just, it's been interesting. So I'm, I'm grateful that I've had this opportunity to, to go there and to learn from, learn from that to help me as I journey journey on to my next present moment <laughs> yeah yes yeah it's amazing. life is experience life is experience moment by moment and i think sometimes mm-hmm. we can i know i can get lost um lost in uh the bigger picture or um you know the the plan and the the step one two and three and really we're um we only have um you know the next step in front of us agreed and i think that's a perfect way to look at things <clears throat> perfect way and to surrender to that which is our next step <laughs> mm-hmm. it is jumping ahead Well, thank you so much, Trish, for being with us again tonight. We do greatly appreciate all that you give us. Thank you. I love being here. Yeah, this has been a great a great session. I just uh I feel like the more we study and and uh take and integrate all the things that we're learning because I know all three of us are, are like you know, we're lifelong learners and so we're always looking looking for ways to clarify our our thinking and to move forward and no limit to to what we can learn from uh applying them. And I surrender is one of my favorite steps. So I, I've already done my Terry Talks for surrender, so it's like I I'm already in the surrender mode as well. And uh Living in the present moment is is just such a foundation uh, for being able to surrender. And I I love these conversations with the three of us because I feel like every time we have a conversation, I grow a little bit more. I learn something new. Yeah, me too. We share something and are able to build build a new thought or a new process or a new idea. I love that. So thank you so much for always including me. It is our pleasure. Yeah, yeah. That's why I sometimes I think, are we going to do do these for another year? And then I think, yeah, because I get so much out of it, I sure am. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Ah, uh, yes, we do love doing this, even if it's just for us. We would still do it, um, but we do appreciate you, <laughs> listeners. 
um, especially those of you that come back each week. We want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about Fearless Living, um, please go to fearlessliving.org. You can always find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org. And we have a really great thing that we are um, bringing out in April, which is a integration membership. And I would love to talk to anyone interested in that more. We'll have more details coming out soon um, about how you can get involved in that and get continued uh, support from Terry and I in your journeys. Um, Terry, any last words? No, I just, uh, I'm just, my brain is spinning right now. <laughs> just thinking of all the thoughts that have come up tonight mm-hmm. and I hope that our listeners have that kind of an experience as well because I really appreciate uh, appreciate the conversation this evening. Yes. Yeah, well, wonderful. we hold the space for that for sure. Well, I want to thank you ladies again and thank you listeners. We'll see you again Monday night at 9 p.m. Pacific. And until then, be fearless. Be fearless. Be fearless. Good night, Chris.